You're listening to episode number four of The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. Welcome to The Road to Seven podcast, guiding and supporting entrepreneurs along their road to seven figures and beyond. Here's your host, Sheila Cummins. On today's episode, I interview Rachel O'Mara, a transformational leadership and executive coach who supports others as they seek to fulfill their potential. She's a sales executive at Google and a host for the Mindful Talks at Google program. And she also volunteers as a facilitator for Search Inside Yourself Leadership Institute Mindfulness Training. She is certified in transformational coaching from Wright Graduate University and has an MBA from Fordham University. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to take a pause so that you can harness the life-changing power of giving yourself a break. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. It is such a pleasure to chat with you. Hi, Sheila. Awesome to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I have to admit, I have a little bit of a girl crush on you, and I have ever (laughs) since I connected with you. Just for the listeners, Rachel and I met in a group coaching program that we are both a part of designed to help you uh, grow and scale your online business. And Rachel was, um, I think you were receiving some laser coaching on a call and I was listening to you speak and I kept hearing you talk Mm -hmm. about the word pause. And so then I went and Googled you while you were speaking and immediately up came your book called pause and I ordered it on the spot. Didn't even, you know, think about it. And, um, it's available on Amazon and I love it. So Rachel, tell us a little bit about you, what you're about, and about pause. What is it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think, well, for me, I have a foot planted in the corporate world. So I work at Google full time in sales. I kind of got like a day job. And then I have probably like many of us, like a, 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 a under, not undercover job because I'm out in the world with it, but like a side job, a side hustle, uh, like a by night role of an author. So I wrote the book pause and coaching and courses and things like that. And pause is really based on my own experience. It's a narrative and uh, self empowerment book. We'll call it on my burnout of Google, a very, very real experience for me a few years ago. So I've been at Google 10 years. I took a three month unpaid break, which was the impetus of the book And then I returned to Google in a new role based on my strengths and based on what I learned during those three months, where I learned that my values really did align with the company I was at. And I probably wasn't the failure I was mentally in a tailspin about. It was actually more of a mindset that I could take myself out of. And I really needed those three months to really decompress, I call it, and open to possibilities of other ways of being, whereas I was really being a very critical self beat up uh, mind of my own to say, Hey, Rachel, like you suck. Like every time my boss tried to help me (laughs) and I just heard you're a failure, but she was really being a coach and helping me be more responsible to say, you are doing okay, but there's all these other things you need to do. Right. Uh, So that's kind of the, the background of pause. And then, so since then I've, I've, like I mentioned, I've come into the world of being a transformational coach, working with men and women who are 
wanting to reach their potential or turning overwhelm into thriving at work and beyond. Mm -hmm. And so I've been studying emotional intelligence for the last six years after this break where I've learned a lot of things in the world of neuroscience and behavioral psychology mm -hmm. and existentialism and human potential. And I've put a lot of that into the book, which I think is like a whole nother layer of data that I love and the research there. So it's also kind of understanding like how does our brain work so that I ended up, Oh, that's why I felt this way. Right. Or this burnout happened because I was thinking everyone was out to get me. And my brain like wants to go into this reptile mode of attack, fight or fleet freeze and things like that. Well, I, I mean, I think that's so relevant and I think it's so real for so many of the, the listeners in that when we're running our business, we so often are operating from that place of survival or burnout Whereas our peak performance is sitting on the other side of the road. And one of the words that the women who are used to, to listening to me talk, I use the word renewal. The only way that we can get into that place of peak performance is through renewal. And so what you're saying is love it. for us to be the best that we can be, we absolutely have to take that pause. Could you tell us what a pause might look like? Yeah. Yeah, I and I agree with you 100%. And the other thing to mention is that I define a pause as any intentional shift in behavior. So there's okay. many ways to do that, right? And it's about finding what works for you. So for some folks, it may mean meditation, attention training, sitting for a minute and just noticing your breath, just right. taking a deep breath, inhaling through your nose, do this together, and exhaling through your mouth. That's a really simple example that anyone can do. That's a belly breath pause, right? You can feel the release. I'm sitting here like feeling everything. My shoulders have just come down. My back's straightened. I'm sort of, <sighs> yeah. And we all know how to breathe, right? It's just about attention training and shifting to be more self-aware slash conscious. Right. Uh, so, so to me, pausing can be something out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. which allows you to stretch but also feels really nourishing. And so what I mean by that is it could, be a, it could be a conversation, a truth you share that may not have been something to share. It might be a vulnerability. Like maybe with your business, it might be vulnerable to say, I'm not sure I'm going to have cash flow for this month or to meet my payroll or to meet the target I set a month ago. I mean, it could be anything. And those are, in my sense, pauses where you can actually be with yourself and just notice how you're feeling. Right. Uh, naming a feeling is a pause, to be honest. As women, we are really gifted to be in tune with our feelings, right? A lot. And we might push them away or deny them because we're in our work busy mode. But the reality is they're always there under the surface. And if I can even just tap into this, and one of the skills I've learned in my training is to notice the five primary feelings. And this is from the Wright Foundation where I, I study in Chicago. Joy, fear, hurt, sadness, anger. Mm -hmm. So I could just ask myself, like right now, in this moment, how am I feeling? Joy, hurt, sadness, fear, anger. And I can take a moment, take a pause and say, well, I'm actually feeling joy that I'm connecting with you, Sheila, but I'm also feeling fear. Like what if I'm not communicating to your audience or they're not getting me, you know? So there's like both of those are kind of competing for my bandwidth right now. And, but I'm also like, just noticing that it's acknowledging myself. Um, and so in, as business women, I think it is so important to 
have that validation of like who you are and pausing is just a way I think to intentionally shift your behavior to align with what matters to you in the moment. It's moment by moment going through the day, understanding like where am I at and understanding what could I, what could I do to, to help me shift if I need it or when I need it and so building those in. When you're working with your clients, when people are hiring you and you're coaching them and they come to you, what are the signs, number one, that they need you or they need to learn this skill? Let me do that question first and then I have a carry okay. question. Yeah, so I write about this in the book and it's also, I think, key that there's five signs you know you need a pause and I think this is very relevant for all of us. So the first one is you used to love what you do, now you loathe it. This right. could be for an entrepreneur or a startup. It could be like anything really in your life. Um, something's changed. The second one is your boss tells you it's simply not working out. Or maybe this is you. If you're your own boss, you're telling yourself, hey, this might not be what I planned. Right. The third one is there, that you need a technology intervention. So I call this a digital <laughs> device pause. And in my sense, a, literally a, a friend of mine just said, tap, tap, hey, Rachel, uh, why are you on your phone all the time or my yeah. laptop? And, and so someone is literally telling me this because it's disrupting a relationship or my own uh, sense of, of being present. The fourth one is that there is a challenge. So if something happens, maybe your health is affected or someone else in your family or friends or loved ones, there's some kind of challenge or adversity that you're working with. And instead of dampening over it or like pushing or muscling through it, it's time to actually just acknowledge or, or align in a different way. And then the last one is that there is an opportunity. And this one's a similar notion, but Maybe there's just a passion project you've put off forever. You're looking into it. Maybe it is about that new idea that you want to start or look into. It could be anything that's really just sparking a curiosity that you want to engage with and, and investigate. And so all of those, I think, are great telltale signs. If you even have one of them, I say that is an opportunity to pause. And pausing doesn't have to be anything crazy like a three-month unpaid break. In fact, that's very rare. Only 14% of global companies even offer any type of a, a long unpaid or paid break. But it could be a daily pause, and this is about integrating what works for you. Uh, it could be a belly breath pause like we did, mm -hmm. or it could be a digital device pause to not have your phone in your room and get like a real alarm clock for waking up in the morning. Remember those? <laughs> like that. Yeah, I actually have one. I think it's the one I've had from high school, which I'm really embarrassed to say. And it's really annoying, like, eh, eh, yeah. eh. Like, but like I I I I like it like it's yeah, it works. works and I get it's out of bed. It's not your phone. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't end up pulling. I didn't even look at my. I was really proud of myself today. I didn't look at my work email till I was in the like till I got to work and I was doing other stuff. Wow. <laughs> I was walking to work, but I but I uh, I was like, yeah, I should probably check my email. <laughs> it was really fun. That's a victory for me. That is a victory. Well done. So, so there's the five symptoms that we need a pause in our life. Can you walk me through a little bit about, I, I guess I don't know if the word is permission. Like how do you help women get, have you know, permission? Giving yourself permission. Out, yeah. Right? Like that's huge. Yeah. It, is it permission or is it something else? So, Here's the thing. I think it comes down to your own sense of self and are you willing to give yourself permission? Because okay. ultimately, we're each responsible for our own interactions, our daily lives, 
It is my personal responsibility to show up for me and to be completely satisfied with my day or whatever I'm doing or whomever I'm interacting with. And that's, I think, a good thing to think about for all of us. Like you are like no one else is responsible except for you, for you, really. Mm -hmm. So knowing that I need to give myself permission or you need to like, I'll speak on behalf of all of us. You and uh, need to give yourself permission for creating whatever you want in your world. It could be a pause in this case, an intentional shift in behavior to, uh, to set intention to understand like, how do I want to show up for this day and maybe orient towards a, a principle or a value you have like aliveness is a good one. Uh, so permission is super important because if I'm not creating permission, someone else will either run my agenda for me or like step in. And now next thing you know, I'm answering 50 emails because I thought that's what I needed to do. But if I give myself permission, I'm owning and being responsible for my time, what I do with it, how I am in the world, what I'm intending to do. And that's how I, I know that's how I want to learn and live. That's something I've learned as a skill. I don't think it's conscious a lot of the time. Like we're just running on autopilot. 96% of our brain is on on unconscious autopilot every day. So I need to consciously engage so that I can change that. And permission is a big part of that. Otherwise, I could just choose to be going on that autopilot all the time. Right. So when someone does choose or give themselves permission to pause, what are some of the repercussions or the impact that you've seen it have on your clients' lives or on your life? Yeah, yeah. So so a lot of times I think a, a common reason to pause is that there's a rut or a feeling of not knowing what to do next. Mm-hmm. And that's when I say it's an optimal time to pause. And again, it goes back to those five signs. So this could be like a challenge or an intervention or something. And the idea is that it's really easy, at least I'll speak from my own personal experience. It's really easy to push through and muscle through stuff. Historically, I'm an athlete. I'm a go-getter achiever. I call myself a recovering achiever, like probably many of us are. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for me to do stuff. Mm -hmm. I can do things all left and right. But if I am not feeling that I'm like creating space for me to be or check in with those feelings I'm having or be aware of noticing like, wow, I haven't seen my family in a week or whatever it might be. Uh, Those are experiences that I would say are a signal to pause. And the, the way I like to think about it is pausing is in service to the doing. And as we all know, the world is only accelerating. We're on an always on kind of mode and it's just not sustainable. And I I actually call this the pause paradox where we think we got to be go, go, go. And what happens is we are experiencing all time high rates in things like medical leaves and stress and just all the things that we're hearing about in the news and daily interactions of our lives. And again, we can choose to choose to change those things and give ourselves permission. But we also know that it's in our best interest. And it goes against our thinking that we need to keep doing and doing because we're going to fall behind. I'm going to look like a slacker. Like all those tapes start to play in. And the reality is those are beliefs. They're not necessarily accurate. 
And with our training of being always on, then we're just not serving ourselves because as we all know, we can feel depleted, exhausted. There might be sleepless nights. Next thing you know, I'm just addicted to my phone checking and scrolling. And who wants to live like that? That is not the name of the game. The name of the game is to show up as yourself, be happy, uh, satisfied, have meaning in our lives. That's really I think important as we all probably can resonate with that, right? So pausing is a simple tool you can create for yourself that allows you to align and to check in and say, Hey, how am I doing right now? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to eat lunch, not at my desk today because that is not serving me. I do not feel refreshed or renewed. Like you said, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So why is there a resistance then? to women pausing? Yeah, I think there is a resistance as a conformity of what we are used to. So we wear the busy as a badge of honor, you mean? Oh, yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, we all do. I I know I'm guilty of this. If I feel busy and I I feel like I'm checking stuff off a box, which is how I burned out, by the way, Google. (laughs) Uh, I was really good at doing things uh, I, I was, I, and I also wanted to look good. And so I think as, as women, it's important to say and have like a reality check and say how, how, like on a scale of one to 10, how, how nourished and how, uh, renewed and refreshed do I feel right now? Like mm-hmm. right now. And right now I, like right now today I give myself like I set between a seven and an eight just for an example. But the resistance is that we just don't think about that. We think about, I need to look good <laughs> or whatever your beliefs are. And I, and I think beliefs are really core to this and that uh, we all have our own mistaken beliefs. And I have this technique in the book called the taser technique, like a little zapper stun gun. I loved that. Can you take us through the, the acronym <laughs> taser? Because I yeah. thought it was so poignant. Yeah, sure. So uh, this is an acronym taser, just T-A-S-E-R. And imagine it like a, a stun gun where you're zapping your mistaken beliefs. And so the first step T stands for tune in. So this might be, I don't have time to take a pause. Screw this. What does, what is this woman talking about it? Like she nuts. So T is tuning in and just say, okay, Oh, like that was interesting. Being curious. Uh, what is, and then what is my belief behind that? And it could be, uh, the A is to acknowledge it. So my belief is that like, I don't have enough time. So she must think she's a nut job. If she thinks she has time, like I don't have enough time. Uh, so then A is acknowledge, S is to shift, and the shift is really simple. Just flip it on its head and go 100% in the opposite direction. So the shift is the new belief. So it's, it's I have enough time mm-hmm. in that case. Mm-hmm. So I have enough time. E is to express it. So this would be to just say it like I did, like I have enough time. You can write it down. You can you could say it in your head if you're in a place that's not going to be appropriate to say that. But even if you verbalize it, it's signaling to your brain different ways of acknowledging and validating yourself. And you're shifting into these new beliefs. So it's that act as if, fake it till you make it. But it's also every time you say it, you're reinforcing a new belief and an empowering belief instead of those limiting ones that we've grown up with that did serve us at one point, but no longer really work. Right. Uh, and then R is to rinse, repeat, uh, to, to rinse and repeat. So just keep repeating that as you go through your day, catching these, catching these thoughts that don't serve us 
and uh, it's super huge. It can shift over time and really change and create and form new habits and ultimately get you and everyone more conscious. And that's what I think we could name of the game, like I said. I love it. I love it. So just to close us out, what is your ultimate mission through pause? Yeah. Ooh, I love this question. My ultimate mission, um, gosh, there's a few, but the big one is just to create a pause, to create a movement around knowing that it's okay to intentionally shift your behavior and that pausing is acceptable and normal and part of who we are. And it actually adds to your beingness and doesn't take away. It does not deplete. It actually is just this complete way that you can shift. And so pause, just to reiterate, doesn't mean you have to take three months to <laughs> no. leave. A, pay, a pause is as simple as a big, deep breath or tasering a belief when you see it coming up or taking a moment to pivot and shift to a more intentional way of being. And I just think that's such a beautiful reminder to all of us who go so quick during the day and are making so many decisions and are in the ultimate service to others that we forget that we've got to take care of us and in order to be able to serve more. I think Absolutely. that's beautiful. So you can find Rachel's book on all the major book websites, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, I got it through amazon.ca and it's called pause harnessing the life changing power of giving yourself a break. I will put that down in the show notes. If you want to have a click through and have a look and Rachel, you do have a way for us to keep in touch with you. How can people yeah. learn more about you? So I've created a free guidebook for all of us, and that's on my website. It's called Three Keys to Turn Overwhelm into Thriving at Work, mm -hmm. and it's available for anyone to download. You need to go to my website, rachelomera.com slash guidebook. Just go rachelomera.com slash guidebook and sign up for the guidebook, and you'll be taken to that through an email. Awesome. And uh, it's a 16-page guide that really walks you through these three keys that I think are so important. Fantastic. And you also have a fabulous uh, Facebook group called Be the, Be the Pause, isn't it? Be the Pause, yeah. yeah. So this is a private community, but it's about getting support for learning how to pause. This is yeah. a skill. It's not something we all can innately know and do. It is not so a skill. <laughs> it is something, and it's, it's, it's a learned it's, skill. Yep. Yeah, and there's all kinds of fun stuff that go on in there and also upcoming ways that we're going to be working on emotional intelligence skills together and uh, trainings and webinars and courses and all kinds of good stuff. I love it. Well, I've loved being a part of your community. I thoroughly enjoyed your book and you've just rocked Thank my world. So Thank you much. so much for taking the time today and helping us with the pause. You're doing nothing but helping us. Mm, thank you, Sheila. It was so nice and great to be here. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. So we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Road to 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. To learn more, visit SheilaCummins.com for more support along your road to seven figures and beyond in your business. See you next time.